in Vickerstown in County Leash, locals and business people are urgently asking for help, as low water levels are making it impossible for many boats to navigate the canal. One hire boat company even questions if it can remain open for long unless something is done. Michael Lawless has been to Vickerstown for seascapes. Colin Murphy's my name. You can noticeably see it when you're walking along. You can see the levels drop down. Uh, you can even see the boats at a different level. Like a basic function of for Waterways Ireland should be to maintain the water levels. Like this is a 200 year old navigation way. You need to maintain that. It's 200 years of heritage. You need to maintain that. Blue ways and green ways are fantastic, but without the navigation, this is just a long trench. These these were 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 constructed with feeders, sort of 200 years ago. So the feeders are redirected rivers. So there's various points along this canal. One is down there; it's now filled in. But there's one further up the canal, and it feeds in the water. Way up the canal again, at near Low Town, there's another feeder again. It's quite big, but they have to be maintained. So you redirect more water or less water from. The, the rivers to keep the levels up it's up to Waterways Ireland to maintain that function and some would say it's probably one of their basic functions to maintain that level because if water goes below a certain level it's going to affect navigation if it affects navigation the boats obviously can't go along it and what happens to the canal at that point. And those feeders are they becoming blocked up with soil and debris that they can't let water through or what's happening there that needs to be done? The, the one the one north of here so the one feeding into this line which is the barrel line running from Monastraven to Atai that was blocked on and uh, blocked in and have been working on it in the past couple of days which is great but obviously they still have to maintain that going forward and they still have to maintain the sluices which feed in the water into the canal. And how many feet would you say the water is down to where it should be? It's very hard to tell visually looking on it you could say it could be even two feet below the level it should be. Sean Murray is my name I'm the chairman of the Leash Heritage Society um, I'm a local archaeologist uh, I have a business there in Leash Archaeology and uh, I have an interest here in the heritage uh, of the canal here uh, in Vickerstown. And it's funny that I'm here in Heritage Week and, you know, what more heritage than the canals and the history that we all know about that they've brought employment and everything to. What do you see wrong with the canals now in 2021? Uh, well, I suppose, you know, uh, the maintenance of the canals itself, you know, the, the water line itself there, you can see there over across there, it, it's way below what it should be. Originally, there was two feeders coming into this canal, one of them was filled in there back in the 1950s and I suppose the, the, the one feeder that's up there at the moment kind of needs a bit more maintenance work on it there, you know. I mean, the sluice gates up there themselves uh, have been there, I'd say, since, since the turn of the, the last century, like, so it, it needs to be improved, you know. Can you tell me what the sluice do? Uh, the sluice, basically, it'll build up the water for the, the feeder to feed into the canal, basically. So it's coming off the, 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 the Glasher River up above there. So you'll have a sluice up there and it stop, builds up a bit of water which will flow into the feeder and the feeder then will, will fill up the canal or it's supposed to at least anyway. If water levels are down, the boats can't get through? Absolutely, you know, I mean, if the water levels are down, I mean, it's just going to cause problems for people with boats. It could damage the boats, you know, and uh, it could also damage the, the infrastructure on the canal itself, you know. I mean, below uh, the water line, I mean, uh, there's a, a, a kind of a layer there called puddle mud, you know, and that kind of keeps the, the canal watertight. And if that's kind of messed around with by, uh, you know, propellers dragging off the puddle mud, I mean, it's going to cause even more water loss in the canal. We're in Vickerstown and it's one of many 
towns that has canals throughout Ireland. What's special about the heritage of Vickerstown and this canal? Can you tell me a bit about its history? Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, this canal here, this stretch of the canal was built uh, in, in a two-year period from 1789 to 1791. It was built by a workforce of about 4,000 men working at 13 pence a day. And the reason they built it was because the canal arrived in Monastreven in uh, 1785, all the way from Dublin. And the plan was then to run boats from Monastreven down to Atai along the Barrow. And of course, uh, the Barrow was prone to flooding and water fluctuations, just as we have some fluctuations on the canal here today. And they decided then to build a controlled waterway all the way from Monastreven uh, down to Atai. So that way they could uh, not navigate on, on the barrow. They could use this controlled waterway here on the canal to, to um, basically get to Atai really and onto the barrow from there on down. As I said, it took two years to build, uh, 1789 to 1791. There's two aqueducts on it. There's the Grattan Aqueduct and there's the Kmac Aqueduct. Um, and there's a, 12 road bridges were built over it here. So it's, a, it's an amazing feat of engineering, really. So the boats, I suppose, uh, they would have been all hearth-drawn back then, you know. And you would have had the stables here at Vickerstown, and that's where they would have brought fresh horses onto the boats. So you have a boat, say, coming from a tie, heading towards Monastreven. You'd stop off in Vickerstown, you'll freshen up your horses, you'll get new horses, and they'll, they'll take the cargo on. Back in those days, I suppose, the cargo was limestone, it was potatoes, it was uh, uh, agricultural produce, um, and various things like that and then I suppose as time went by um, uh, the years went by passengers started using the boats here so I think it was around 1810 or thereabouts when passengers used to use boats on this stretch of the canal um, and there would have been a, a hotel here at Vickerstown and uh, people would have stayed overnight or whatever and got on the next uh, passenger boat going up to, to Dublin or maybe down as far as the Thai and further on down to Waterford um, Yeah my name is Paul and my boat name is Ashling. The boat is absolutely stunning. Is this something you live on board the whole time or is this just a holiday escape for the weekends? Yeah, living on board and then uh, have just finished a trip on it down the barrow, so using it for holidays too. And where are you living on it, do you mind me asking? Um, just outside Nace in a place called uh, Lowtown. Lovely, a, a lovely place we've been to before. And is there a reason why you've decided to live on this boat? Yeah, I mean, the list is long. You know, you're, you're kind of... On a boat, you're, you have a great quality of life because you're so close to nature. You're always kind of active. You're always busy. There's a great sense of community. Um, then there was the whole housing crisis thing that you can't really take away from as well. So it, it kind of gave us an opportunity in lots of different ways. And we've been talking to business owners and local historians here about this lovely waterways here. You've been on the canals here. What's the condition of them? A lot of people are saying the levels are causing them problems. And and, and how do you find it? Yeah, so this summer uh, alone, I've been all the way down the Grand Canal um, and back up. And I've been all the way down the Barrow and back up. So I've done extensive travelling. And uh, quite frankly, the state of the canals is shocking. I mean, you look here, you can see all this cut weed that's just kind of floating on the surface of the canal right now. If I was to drive the boat through that, you can bet your bottom dollar it'd be wrapped around my propeller. So the weeds are are, are one problem, but I, I, I don't think you can take that. I, I think they go hand in hand with the levels, because if the levels of the canal were higher, you wouldn't be as likely to get caught up in weed. So I've had stretches of the canal take me 
you know, twice, three times as long as they should take me because I'm I'm going into my weed hatch, I'm cutting out weed out of the propeller, I'm going off again and 10 minutes later my tiller's rattling because there's more weed wrapped around the propeller. propeller. So, you know, you know, I don't know what's been done about it because everyone seems to have the same issue. Uh, but I would argue that the, the canals are not really navigable. They're, you know, if... Are they that bad? Yeah, they're really bad. They're really, really poor. Uh, I've heard... I haven't met another boater that hasn't had the same situation, but yeah, like I, you know, the trips that I've done, I've done recreationally, and if I were to think about it again or go back on it, I don't know if I would do them again because I don't know if I would be bothered spending, on average, probably an hour or two more a day than I should be looking after my my weed hatch or you know dealing with bad levels, not being able to moor up against jetties, all of these things. They all have a massive knock-on effect of the, on the experience. And are you scraping the hole? No, I have a very low draft. I've less than two foot of a draft, so I'm not too bad that way. But I, if you were to have any bit more than two foot, you would be scraping the bottom. Like a, when I was coming back from the Grand Canal, I saw um, one of the original Grand Canal Company barges, and it was ran aground in the middle of the canal. You know, it wasn't just the side where <laughs> they were coming up against, you know, uh, lower surface area or whatever. They were in the middle of the canal. They ran aground. Now they did. I think they draw, you know, three foot, three foot four. Um, so. They're a lot deeper than mine, but it's still not acceptable for those kind of conditions. My father's actually from Vickerstown, and he said to me that he'd never seen the canal as low in his life. And you can see now, we're probably a good six or seven inches down to step off the jetty onto my boat. So, you know, if anyone was not as able-bodied or not a, not a young person, that's quite challenging. It can be dangerous, so it's not okay, but... As well as that, a marine notice went out and at the time and it said, listen, you know, the canal's down 40, mil, 40 I think it was 400 millimetres, it said. But it was down a metre, if not more. You know, you ask anyone around here, 400, mil, 400 millimetres was a massive understatement. But it's not just locals and boat owners that are struggling with the water levels. Orla Crean of Barline Cruisers talks about her frustration of the recent canal levels. Okay, so we're walking along the new Blue Way cycle track and this is a track that's going all the way from Athai to Lowtown and it's going through Leash here as well in Vickerstown. Part of it is completed, this part that we're walking on now as you can see and um, it's beautiful because the lovely thing about this towpath is it's following, it's, it's, well the track is following the ancient towpath that the horses used to come along many many years ago and pull the old barges along so even on the bridges there you can see the rope marks from the horses and such a huge part of our heritage it's amazing love to show it off of course we're all about slow tourism as well so we love people to look at their surrounds as they're cycling along and to see the boats going past on the canal and you know all of that and i suppose as we're walking here we can see you know there's other people walking they've all their rain gear and there's people running about and there's lots of activity on the canals which is great to see but you were saying to me there is a problem with the canal that's not being addressed yeah there is a major problem i mean over the years unfortunately the navigation i think it's been left behind a bit or neglected and um, this year we noticed in particular it seems like you know people maybe you know staff have been moved away from 
the actual navigation to the Blue Way. And, um, you know, it causes problems for boats going up and down because you have the likes of uh, weed overgrowth and, you know, also um, kind of the levels are extremely low at the moment. But it's very, very difficult to get on and off of the boats at the jetties even. You can see it's way down. I mean, it's, it went, the levels went down by a couple of feet and our customers said that they found it very, very difficult to get on and off the boats. But really, you know, it needs to be addressed, you know, at a higher level in the organisation. Um, and that's the thing. The Blue Way is, is great, but you can't take resources from one area to which was very understaffed anyway and, and put them in another area. It just doesn't work, especially at this time of the year, actually, because this one it's particularly busy. But a lot of the maintenance as well could be done before the season starts, and that would be very, very helpful to us. And then you wouldn't have the problems that you have now. So, And you see, the thing about it is as well, the unfortunate thing is, like, boats and and lots of private boat owners will tell you as well that they are, won't go onto the canals because of the problems that arise when they're cruising. And you see, there are quite a number of cruiser-type boats rather than barges like ours. They wouldn't have a weed hatch, so they actually, if they have problems, they actually have to get into the water to clear the propeller. And that, like, obviously, that's, that's difficult, you know, so, yeah. Michael Lawless reporting from the Grand Canal in Vickerstown. And since then, we've been in contact with Waterways Ireland. They said that they continually monitor water levels in canals and they're committed to ensuring their continued use as ecological and recreational corridors. But they said, as a result of the COVID restrictions earlier in the year, which required our operational teams to work from home, the commencement of the Aquatic Reed Management Plan was delayed. The situation has been added to with low water levels and extended sunny periods leading to ideal conditions for further weed growth during the summer months. They said their weed cutting operations will continue until late autumn and they look forward to starting them again in early spring of 2022. And they did point out that marine notices were issued in July and August to inform waterway users of reduced water levels on the canals. Those notices were also on the Waterways Ireland website.